is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey, it's Gunnar Esiason. We are back for another Valentine's episode. Our second one this week. Uh, Tiffany, why don't you introduce our special guest? Okay, well, he's kind of a big deal in my life. He's a Spartan, and he's the love of my life, and it's Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey. Jeff, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the firing squad, as we like to call it. Uh, This is is where we really get to approve of the significant other in the CF world. I'm right here on the podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, yeah. like, what did yeah, I sign up exactly? For? All right. So, I I'm gonna start off. Sign up. Got volunteers. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a question that I think, you know, you've been dating Tiffany for a very long time. We'll get into that in a moment, but you've been dating for a really long time. She's obviously had some ups and downs with her health. She went through a transplant. Uh, but how have you been able to deal with the her obsession of Taylor Swift? That's that's <laughs> oh, the yeah. thing everyone wants to know. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, early on, I had to kind of uh, just fall in line and walk with her on it, and. I had to love her. Um, <laughs> then we kind of settled into our norm, and uh, wireless noise canceling headphones do amazing things when we hang out. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. When the track first dropped, I think Tiffany played the song at least 50 times the entire night. Totally she did. even went so far as to tell me that our date night was going to consist of us sitting on the couch listening to it through her phone. <laughs> that was the longest Saturday night of my life. I've never wished for a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that definitely did happen. Um, it's been fun, though. I mean, Taylor Swift, you got to love her. I love that she inspires Tiffany and that Tiffany's found someone to kind of rally around. Um, so, love her. Like, Can he, deal loves with the, he loves The Rock, okay? He loves The Rock. True. I love Taylor Swift, so it works. Yeah, I, out, right? There's nothing, there's nothing, wrong, with the, there's nothing wrong with The Rock. The Rock is awesome. Yeah, The Rock is amazing. Yeah, yeah, people's champion. Let's not even get into that. That's so what do you say about Taylor Swift, Gunner? I think Taylor Swift is like probably like somewhere like in the middle of the totem pole, and The Rock is up here. I don't know if I agree oh, yeah. with you on that one, but the that's Rock fine. Is way up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I, you know, I, I like Taylor Swift. I also love to hate Taylor Swift. You know, it's kind of like a kind of one of those things. Um, but you know, good for Taylor's her. Gonna hate. She, she, hey, hey, when hey, we start hey, getting hey. Taylor Swift T-shirts for Christmas because you're trying to boost and improve your ticket rating. <laughs> I draw the line right there. <laughs> so did that, you get a Taylor Swift T-shirt for Christmas? It almost came to that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like December fifteenth. She's like, "Oh, my boosting is done! Yay!" I was like, "Oh, good, we're safe." <laughs> that's so true. Well, that, so that's true. that's the important stuff. Now we are going to move into the CF stuff. Um, so uh, you know, I I think the you know the the way we, we started out these interviews is. You know, you guys obviously met a, a while ago. Um, did you know anything about CF back in those days? And how long have you guys been dating? 
Oh, gosh. Well, I'll let Tiffany answer the first part while I think about the CF part. Uh, six and a half years this week, actually. Yeah. Oh, but no, no, on no one's counting. No one's counting. No, <laughs> yeah. not at all. We're coming up on seven. But um, I knew about CF a little bit from just working in healthcare. I mean, I've been in healthcare since I graduated college years ago. So I've been exposed to a little bit of it. Um, but definitely having been with Tiffany for the last almost seven years now, uh, she's taught me the majority of it. Mm-hmm. So you're basically an expert at this point. Yeah. Well, six and a half, six and a half years exposed to CF, I'd, ex- I'd expect you to know a thing or two. Yeah. No. Um, and I think that the most interesting part was the beginning when she told me we're going to have to start eating 5,000 calories a day. And that's when I signed up for a gym membership. <laughs> yeah, totally. I used to make him take me to pizza down the street literally every day. It was so good. But yep. you know, he's not used to eating five thousand calories a day. Yeah, like it's kind me. of the weirdest pair to make. A CF patient and a diabetic patient. One has to take insulin to eat, the other has to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Match made in heaven right there. Yeah, it's a fun balancing act. And, really. and that, I, that's actually an interesting point you bring it up, you know, that you're you're diabetic yourself. You know, how has that sort of, you know, been a, a part of your relationship? Obviously, she has CF and, you know, you're dealing with something yourself. And, you know, has that been, a, has that been a, a, you know, a significant part of the relationship? I think we just had to learn about each other. I mean, uh-huh. I had to learn all about CF and what to do in certain situations. And the same thing with Tiffany. I mean, she had to learn, not that she didn't know anything about diabetes or what to do with a diabetic, but she definitely learned as we went. Um, when mm-hmm. she found herself in some less than fun situations, I guess. Uh, yeah. But it was the same. I mean, it was just a learn as you go. And we both knew early on what we were getting into. It wasn't yeah. a surprise, but it was definitely a journey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I going from there, you know, I think, uh, you know, you, having Tiffany having gone through a transplant, that obviously is a pretty significant thing into itself. Um, you know, well, I, I want to know what that was like from the from the, the the boyfriend perspective oh man that was terrifying it was frustrating um and it was great but mainly it was all those at the same time it was the fact that we were waiting for so long um life kind of felt like it was put on pause you know there's things we wanted to do but things that we couldn't do because what if the phone call came in you know as we were getting ready to leave um it would just completely shift everything so i think that we were kind of found ourselves in a holding pattern for a while um, but then she finally got that call and, you know, we were just so lucky and fortunate that she didn't have any dry runs like so many others get exposed to. But, you know, um, I think when that call came, that's when the fear set in. It was like, okay, this is happening now. Um, mm-hmm. but it was still a waiting game. You know, we were, we had to wait all day and, uh, all night. And then they finally took her in in the morning. And, um, from that point on, it was more so just us scared on the outside. Tiffany was deep asleep, but we were just sitting there trying to speculate on what could be going on you know as hours passed um but i do remember when she came out in the recovery room and they finally let me back to see her um that was probably the moment that i finally took a deep breath and was able to just relieve all of that no, stress no pun intention. intended no pun intended for both of us it was kind of like we took our first deep breath together um <laughs> but yeah i mean it was it was a heck of a journey um yeah, we're so fortunate, but it was just a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, one day everything's as normal as it is, and then you get a phone call, and everything is completely different forever. Um, so it's been fun. It's just been like we're relearning how to do everything. I mean, we went yeah. ice skating. 
That's crazy. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought three years ago that we would ever go ice skating. Um, yeah. But we definitely did it. And, uh, you know, I think the lungs helped ice skating, but I think there's some <laughs> other things that are required, like balance and coordination. But that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I think she has more of that than I do. So, props yeah, to you, Tiff. Was, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> Leah got the the stroller thing, whatever. Um, I had the walker <laughs> thing, and walkers. then my boyfriend took that away, or he was like, you know, you should try it without that. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna hold on to you now. So, <laughs> definitely did the right thing. Yeah. Well, our <laughs> date nights before transplant were basically I would sit on the couch. He would either go get us dinner, or he would make me dinner. Yeah. And then we would sit there and watch a show. That's like what we did. I minimal like moving for me. Mm-hmm. And it was just yeah. kind of like our like our date nights a long time ago where we went to Disneyland and we went, you know, I could walk around Disneyland and do all that stuff. And then you can just see the progression of like mm-hmm. what happened. And um, it was a, yeah, a big journey for us. And we got through it. So now we can do fun things. Yeah, like Segway tours of San Francisco. Like Segway tours of San Francisco. <laughs> having people run into you. Yeah. And yes. falling off of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that. Our friends from France. So, yeah. I have a question. So, backing up a little bit, I imagine when you first met Tiffany, she was fairly healthy. Yeah. What was that process like, kind of watching her go from a fairly healthy person to then needing new lungs and not really being able to leave her bed? <laughs> You know what I mean? Just to put things very bluntly. (laughs) Right. What what was it like to watch your girlfriend be immobilized? Yeah. Yeah, basically going from being able to do things um, to kind of what Tiffany was describing. I mean, it it felt like the transition wasn't wasn't overnight, but it definitely came faster than I think we expected. Um, We went from just being able to go out with friends, you know, and – spend the whole night out with minimal treatments, you know, to needing more treatments and, you know, being able to cover less distance. Yeah. So I think from my personal standpoint, it was really, really hard to kind of just watch her go through that Um, Mm -hmm. from the standpoint that I couldn't do anything except carry her, you know, which we did, you know, across the streets of San Francisco, piggyback ride. But (laughs) it's... um, it was just really hard watching her go through that because no matter how much I wanted to help, there was very few things I could actually do. So we got to a point where the best thing we could do was, you know, put on a funny movie and just laugh at each other. And um, <laughs> I would take up cooking and baking and then that would just be something else to laugh at because yeah. they'll tell you, I can't bake. Uh-uh. I can't either. I feel your pain yeah. on that one. Yeah. I'm a baker. Just, they He's never the come cook. out the same way. No. He's the cook. I'm the baker. Yeah. yeah. I am, sure. I am nothing. And he had to learn how to do it all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, he, he helped me a lot with um, uh, holding my uh, oxygen concentrator in, like, my purse or something when we were going out um, because that thing was heavy. And oh, bef- it was before I got the trolley, which I should have got the trolley a long time ago. <laughs> just saying. But um, he helped me a lot in that process, just being able to kind of have more no weight on me mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so i could breathe better even though i was hardly breathing you know it's, right. a, it's a little things like that that, that certainly yeah. make a yeah. difference I, and I, I real quick jeff i you said something that's really interesting and i liked that a lot is you talk you know you said we have to do more treatments or we had to do other things you know you're using you know the term we when you talk about tiffany and you because i think you've just been a part of it for so long 
that you know yeah. you feel like you're you're I mean in a lot of ways you're also going through it you know I it, you know it's something that that you plural you two together are going through and I think that's indicative of you know how much you guys have been through but how far you guys have come you know was there sort of like a point when you guys you know when you sort of said to yourself again wow like you know I'm actually you know dating someone who's you know very who's getting sicker and sicker you know I you know how am I gonna be there for her yeah, I mean, I think that was definitely that came from friends and family when they'd ask, you know, what are you guys up to? What are you doing this weekend? Or, you know, what have you been up to? And our qu- answer was a pretty generic. We've been watching some movies, hanging at home. You know, it's harder for Tiffany to go and do things. Um, we're a bit limited. So I think that those questions definitely came from family members and friends. Um, but they also, we did a pretty good job of explaining why we were doing what we were doing. It wasn't because right. we were reclusives mm-hmm. and we didn't want to be around people and we didn't want to come out and celebrate your guys' birthdays, but we just couldn't at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, making them kind of understand that sometimes life gets in the way is just a natural thing. Um, but we're very fortunate and blessed to have friends and family who understand kind of what we go through and that sometimes we just don't have the energy or the motivation or the drive to really leave the house. Uh, we you know, we just spoons, don't feel like it. Right? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, if you're familiar yeah. with the spoon theory, which most of us chronics are, you know, we we don't have the spoons for it. So we kind of we taught people about that, and I think as the education went out, the understanding from them came in, and the support was just tremendous and outrageous. Mm-hmm. So we're very we're, we're very people, thankful. Were people really understanding right off the bat in terms of your family and your friends, or do you feel like it kind of took a while to get them all on the same page? So I think that my family was pretty understanding right off the bat, and Tiffany Mm -hmm. might be able to kind of explain that too, but they weren't, you know, they raised me. So they've been around someone who has a chronic condition their whole life. They know what it's like to, you're going to have to modify things. You're going to have to make adjustments. You know, the same thing isn't going to work for me that might work for someone who's more normal. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we just don't know. The normals. Yeah, you know, the normals. As, as, As we found out, Leah's boyfriend is a normal. Let, yeah, uh, on our last is. episode, he's he's a, he's a normal, <laughs> right? You know, so if you're a lost fan, then we're the others. But um, it's really my family. I think was pretty understanding about yeah. it. Um, I think they my friends were. were too, from the standpoint that they've had to put up with me. I mean, yeah. my friends had to save me before, so they definitely know that being friends with someone who has a chronic condition is a little bit more different and requires a different level of attention to detail than a normal friendship, maybe. Um, so yeah, I don't think right. the transition for, you know, her meeting them was too no. severe. No, they like, they accepted me and they, they actually helped a lot too. And just like understanding like that we couldn't make it to things and, um, that, you know, I was in the hospital and I couldn't do stuff, you know, uh-huh. and they would just send their love and support to me, which was nice to have another support system that I was able to get from his side of the family and friends. Yeah. So I, it's really nice. I, I, you know, you bring up a good point. You know, I think like the first time a CF patient has to miss out on something last second or like cancels plans, that's sort of like a big moment in the relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. Simply because that's not a normal, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's not a normal thing for someone who is not living with, with a chronic health condition. You know, I mm-hmm. look back to the, well, you know, one of the first few times I had to cancel on my girlfriend's family. It was like a, it was a heartbreaking thing for me, you know, I, because I dreaded over telling them for, you know, a few days. And of course I was, you know, I was 
embraced it. Like, okay, yeah, don't come, you're sick. You're like, you feel better. But, like, and, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. like, that's something that weighs on my personal shoulders. Right. No, that's true. You feel yeah, bad. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I mean, I know that there's been family, like, events we do every year and traditional trips. You know, we go camping every summer. And, you know, Tiffany was never able to come because there was no outlets. You know, so how do you plug in your treatment machine to do a breathing treatment or your vest, you know, twice a day? Um, so things like that, you know, she kind of had to forego and miss out on. But now that she had lungs, she got to come this last year. And, it, you know, it was like. We didn't skip a beat. How'd that go? Did you like Tiffany in the great outdoors? I'd love to see that. I did well. I did well. Okay, it was good. Tiffany out there, like Tiffany's out there, like making the bonfire. Like she's like you know starting it up, like with like like making kindling and stuff. You know, she does well when everybody and she she's watching. You're doing a great job, guys. You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, yeah. I, you know, I, I think, like, as we've sort of, like, been talking about here, you know, there's different phases of the relationship. Like, you know, Tiffany was, you know, doing well, and then she declined and had to go through transplant. Now she's doing, like, amazing. You know, what is, right. you know, what is, what is it like now? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I kind of joke that now it feels like the relationship has almost started, start over. Um, we kind of get to go do all those things that people get to start doing when they first start dating. You know, they take trips together, they travel, maybe they leave the country. Um, these are just all things that we were never really able to do. Um, so now it's kind of like, the question is, you know, not where are we going to eat Saturday night? It's where do we want to go? What do we want to do? I mean, Tiffany's working out. She's getting to a point where we can go hike. I mean, we can just do things that we've never been able to do, which really exciting. <laughs> I'm excited. No, about like, it. I, like ice skating. <laughs> like ice skating. Like ice skating. Exactly. Things like ice skating. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's great to just be able to do stuff now because I just felt like I was, you know, just sitting there the whole time. And I felt like a burden in a way, um, just not being able to do anything. And I know he doesn't feel like I was a burden, of course, but, you know, you're going to just feel like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, like that when I can't do things. Yeah, yeah. Impossible to shake and, that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's just it's great that I can actually do something now and go plan things and not think that I have to cancel them or you know and just look forward to everything and it's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I asked Paul this question the other day, and I'm going to ask it to you too as well. Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, how do you feel like uh, Jeff is helping you? And then Jeff, from your side, how do you feel like you help Tiffany? You know, because I, I think that's a big part of CF Care is supporting each other in different ways. So, you know, Jeff, you can answer first, and then we'll have we'll let Tiffany have the last word on the matter because she's you know she's the girlfriend here. Uh, so I understand. Yeah. I understand that part of it. Um, <laughs> you know what? We don't want to make know, anyone mad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely been a variety of things. I mean, it's been something as simple as you know putting her in the car and driving her from my house to the ER in Walnut Creek because. Tiffany was sitting on the couch and it was just after we ate and, you know, it's, uh, she wasn't feeling too well. And I thought maybe she was just full and she said, no, I think I can't breathe. I need to go to the hospital. So things like driving her to the hospital, um, staying there, we did a lot of date nights in the hospital. Uh, we celebrated countless holidays there. Um, 
I'm pretty sure that, you know, the nurses came to know us as just the couple that would, <laughs> wouldn't let anything stop us. I mean, if we were in the hospital and we had surgery tomorrow, we were still doing date night the night before. Maybe we couldn't have anything to drink or eat for 12 hours, but that didn't stop us. Uh, you know, we would do movie marathons in the hospital. So there was definitely a lot of support like that. Tiffany and I, we walk tons of miles for CF, for diabetes. I mean, we do walkathons probably at least once a quarter. Uh, we're out there raising money. So we do a lot of that um, and support her like that. But mainly what it came down to in the end was just trying to emotionally support her and be that kind of pillar of strength that she needed when she was facing something so scary as a double lung transplant. I mean, Tiffany is one of the strongest people I know, but there was definitely some fear and she was scared and rightfully so. So I think at that point I had to transition from being more of a physical presence to just more emotional support for her um, because I couldn't physically go through it with her. You know, I could just sit there and wait. Um, so that came down to just reassuring her that everything was going to be okay and just helping her kind of find the strength every day to keep pushing and keep driving through it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And even post transplant, he helps me, especially with like, since I have the steroid induced diabetes, he yeah. helps me so yeah, much with go. that. Now I have the encyclopedia. Shots. Yeah. Yes. Right? He gives me my insulin shots when I want them. Well, when it's always them, a fun thing to do them. when we're out to dinner with others. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And, you know, he just helps me through everything and tells me, like, now he's like, um, you have new lungs. You can do this. And he just gives me, like, the encouragement to know that I can do things. It's, it's I don't have this limit now um except my muscles of course my muscles are coming back though but he just makes me motivated to do things and just live my life to the fullest like he always says and you know he's a adrenaline junkie so <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> he definitely gets me uh, motivated and all that stuff so he's a great boyfriend and i love him to death you can't tell at all. Yeah. You can't tell. You can't no, tell at all. You can't tell at all. That was actually his first time hearing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely yeah. transitioned after transplant to being more of a physical motivator for her because she can do anything yeah. now. And I know that she's got it in her mind that she was limited for so long, but she's not anymore. So right. now she needs to be pushed and she's doing it. She's kicking butt, but I still won't stop. He's not. Well, he can't stop one's cut. Winners win. Do you have a funny hospital story? You guys spent so much time. Because I mean, I, I loved Paul's story the other day. So I need, I need to know if there is a story on par with that. Oh gosh, there is a story, but I don't think that Tiffany and I could ever tell it. But it. <laughs> Who is the nurse? Uh, <laughs> uh the the unit manager. Yeah, the unit manager. <laughs> you can tell it. You know, I feel no. like you have to tell it. You can't just yeah, you say can't, that. You can't just. You can't, you... I bet you. I bet you. There's no story <laughs> that like we talked about this ahead of time. Yeah, that's pretty. Funny. No, no, there was a unit manager, but also probably in the hospital. One of the best things we did is we built. I made a pillow fort out of Tiffany when she was curled um, up in her bed once. Yeah. <laughs> Those beds have a ridiculous height feature that they can basically raise to the ceiling. And if you know Tiffany, you know that she's afraid of heights. Doesn't like it, doesn't yeah. do well. 
So hate just heights. to kind of punish her, you know, on top of already being hospitalized, I'd raise her bed to the ceiling. <laughs> then we yeah. would build a pillow fort on top of her. And when the nurses walked in, it was just the greatest thing because they finally walked into a room where they saw that a patient wasn't sitting there depressed and, you know, alone. She was actually sky high in a pillow fort. Yeah, we don't let hospitals slow us down. No, never. We always bring food and Netflix and, you know, thankfully, knock on wood, never have to do that again. No, yeah, definitely it. Chinese delivery to a hospital oh, is yeah. a very difficult task. I don't recommend it to anyone out there who's thinking about it. Wait till you get out. Yeah. Or go pick it up yourself because yeah. delivery people do not know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's a hard yeah. process to go. Yeah. You know, finding a room, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, Jeff, now looking back, did you ever anticipate that Tiffany was going to need new lungs? Or was that kind of like. She called you and she was like, oh, hey, just got to have a doctor's appointment. And they told me I should go get evaluated for a double lung transplant. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't quite as um, abrupt as that. But definitely going in, I mean, I knew that that was probably the end game result that we were looking at. Um, Just Mm -hmm. knowing CF as the nature of its disease. I mean, that's kind of the end game. Um, So I think for a while we did kind of discuss it. And, you know, as she went to each new doctor's appointment, the topic was getting discussed a little more frequently. Um, so it wasn't really a surprise when she came out and they said, today's the day that they're going to list me. I think that Tiffany was going back and forth between, you know, them giving her a score as to whether they were going to list her or not. So we definitely were sitting there for a while, just kind of waiting for them to go ahead and do it. Um, I think we were more ready than anybody else to just go ahead and get on the list and get it done. Um, Mm -hmm. But no, I mean, it, I don't think it caught me as a surprise. This wasn't like something she just sprung on me. Um, right. We knew it was going to happen. <laughs> just didn't know when. <laughs> now I, yeah, you know, good I job I, for not springing it on him. Yeah. Oh, by, <laughs> by the way, this needs to happen right now. Uh, Date number two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, looking back, you did talk about, uh, you know, when Tiffany got wheeled in. I want to know what you did during, you know, the several hours that she was in there because I always give my family crap for doing like weird things. Whenever yeah. I'm like under general anesthesia or getting a procedure done, like sometimes, right. like sometimes they go out to eat or like they do other fun yeah. things that I would love to be involved in, but I can't be because obviously I'm, um, well, yeah, I'm you're doing something a else. Busy. Exactly. So I, I yeah. want to know what what you guys did during that several hour stretch. Honestly, uh, probably boring. We did nothing. We sat in that waiting room <clears throat> and we sat in shifts. I mean, the only time people left was to go to the cafeteria to get something as vital as water so that we could keep sitting there waiting. Um, that was our only goal. That was our only purpose was to just wait for someone to come around the corner and tell us Tiffany's out. Everything's good. It was beautiful surgery and, uh, you can go and see her now. So I think that there was a lot of emotions out there. Um, people were really worried, we just weren't thinking of anything else. Nothing else really mattered. I mean, I remember that day I was supposed to be at work, but I was where I needed to be. So that was kind of just what happened. I mean, I remember leaving once to go get a uh, water bottle and some sort of chicken and rice plate that I don't even want to think about. Stanford food was not that great. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's all we did. We sat there and waited. Nobody was playing games on their phone. We weren't checking Facebook. I think Kelsey was updating statuses for Tiffany so that all of her followers knew what was going on. Um, But short of that, we were just all there for her. That's what it was about. Yeah. 
I heard you guys were uh, taking naps too. Yeah, because people were definitely trying to take naps. <laughs> well, they were. Well, you have to think about it. I got the call at two thirty in the morning on the 29th. Then they all came to the hospital around probably the afternoon, and then they stayed there the whole time, and that was thirty like hours of waiting, and they didn't really get to sleep. So they were trying to sleep on the the benches and stuff, but. I, like I know someone came and turned on all the lights and everybody got mad. <laughs> yeah, it's like and, mannerisms go right out the window in a hospital. They walk into a room, the first thing they do is flip on all the light switches. If there's 20 yeah. of them, they're flipping every single one. And yeah, That's it woke worst. everybody up multiple yeah. times. <laughs> and everybody's like, no, <laughs> we have like five more hours to wait for Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were told 11 hours. So yeah, no, but it, yeah, it was just a waiting game. That's what it was. Yeah. So you know we're we're sort of coming to the end here, and you got this has been a good interview. Um, you know, and we and you guys have clearly been through a lot, uh, right? You know, you, you've gone, you've definitely gone through the the trials and tribulations of a CF patient, but condensed into you know six and a half years here. So, you know, yeah. I, I think uh, what what I what, what I'd like to close with is, you know, for other couples that are going through transplant, you know, and they're waiting on the transplant list, or they're you know, about to get the call or, you know, they've just gone through a transplant. Now they're in recovery. You know, what, what would you say to those people? <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, honestly, I would say it's, I know it's hard, uh, keep waiting though, because it does get better. Um, it's a very scary and kind of an awkward time. You just feel like you're put on hold and everything else around you is moving, but you two aren't. Um, that's okay. I think a lot of people get kind of freaked out by that, but it's definitely okay. Um, an end does come and when it does, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Definitely keep the faith, keep positive, always laugh and smile because that's a big deal, especially in a relationship. <laughs> that's a big deal he for you. Is me... it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's shocking. <laughs> it's shocking. <laughs> he makes me laugh all the time and that helps me so much. Just, uh, making fun of things and, just putting like a light in a not so ideal situation. And then when you get the call, it's like a new, it's a new life. You get to experience new things with each other and it's amazing. So it all gets better, like Jeff said. So, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Keep the positivity. Yes. Yes. It certainly works totally. for a lot of people. All right. Well, Jeff, thanks so much for, for joining us uh, today. Thanks, honey. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is our second of our third Valentine's episodes. Make sure we'll, we have one more coming up on Friday. Um, as far as the podcast, though, make sure you follow us on Instagram, which is at breathe underscore in underscore pod. Yes, at breathe in pod on Instagram. You can also uh, like, share, uh, well, you to subscribe, review, and rate on iTunes. Yes. That's what Yes, five, give us five stars. And you know what? Yeah. We're lacking in the review department, so give us some reviews while yeah, you're at it. Yeah, in a review. Just spare 25 seconds and write a review. Just a, for a, Jeff. A, a glow, yes, perfect. Yeah, for right, all yeah. that he has to do. It for, for Jeff. That yes, he yes. Has to do. If not, for it's, not, it's not for us, for Jeff. Yeah, for yeah, Jeff. Reviews for Jeff. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, so we need the reviews. And then you can also listen to us on SoundCloud now. Uh, so make sure you check us out there if you don't have iTunes. Um, I'm Gunnar Siason. That's the Salty Sisters. And as always, the DMs are open. Yes, yeah, slide it in. We're always open. Yeah. <laughs> we will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.